0: Even though you're kidnapped with chloroform and kept hostage in the basement of some old house and then have that person try to overthrow the soon to be queen, yeah. you're off the hook.
1: All is forgiven. Like, it's fine.
0: I'm just I as that was happening, I was like, this is not real life. What no. is happening? Here? Oh, is is
1: that the point where you thought this isn't real life? <laughs> not when the setting was <laughs> belgravia or montanaro
0: okay <laughs>
1: sarah's like oh no she would go to jail for that for sure this is so unrealistic guys i can't believe it
0: oh my god yes actually this is the point in that's the movie. where we lost you okay i was totally following along that everything you know i believed that these places were real right. i was really i was really into the movie and then this happened i was like what
1: Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi,
0: I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love re-watching movies over and over again.
1: And if you're here, you probably love romantic comedies. We do too.
0: So this is a show where we rewatch watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you. Maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide. Does it still hold up? Today we have... The, the Princess, Princess Switch 2 Switch to... switched, switched again.
1: wow that. We did. Boom. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, please follow us so that you're updated on new episodes. At RomCom Rewind on Instagram. We have a lot of fun conversations there, so you can throw us a follow. And as well, uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or leave a review. So today we have a review
0: from uh, Everything Fell. Love this podcast. Devin and Sarah are fun and super enjoyable to listen to. Love the fun facts. Thank you so much. That's so
1: nice. Thank you. We love hearing those. So, The Princess Switch. This is really like a quick recap of The Princess Switch. The first one. And then we're doing The Princess Switch 2, Switched Again. These are a pair of Netflix's Christmas-themed romantic comedies, which they are diving deeply into right they now.
0: They are, yes. They're coming out with quite a few of them.
1: Yeah. This is directed by uh, Michael Rall. If you want to know an overarching vibe for this, this guy worked on Smallville. Oh. Yeah supernatural as well he worked stop on stop it oh
0: you yeah. right you know what let now. me go through
1: the other stuff that he does because maybe you like some of this because it's a lot of those random like this was probably a teen fiction book at some point and <laughs> there's like two seasons of a show now shadow hunters yes i read all the books are you serious oh no <laughs> I don't know if we. You want... know what?
0: You know what? Though the show, the show wasn't like it wasn't as good as the books. I mean, it never nothing ever is usually. There was a lot of cheese in the uh, in in the show versus the books. Oh,
1: the books and, were better, and he kept the cheese going with the princess switch. But there's yes. also uh, helix. Do you know what that is?
0: Um, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Primeval. New world. No. Nope. Haven. Defying gravity.
0: In- I've heard of Haven.
1: Okay. Impact. No. <laughs> no andromeda i feel like that was popular actually. yes andromeda. it was
0: yes i think my dad used to watch that
1: the princess switch switched again just came out and that is likely why you are here and listening to us but we're, we're quickly going to cruise through the first movie just to get our our story straight so the princess switch is the story of stacy de novo played by vanessa hudgens <laughs> She's kind of like an uptight baker from Chicago who gets convinced by her bakery co-owner Kevin, played by Nick Sager, uh, to go into this baking competition with him over the holidays. That competition is happening where?
0: In Belgravia. Where is that? It's a make-believe thing (laughs) like, it's a make-believe place like Genovia. (laughs)
1: Genovia. Is Genovia real or fake?
0: Genovia is a fake place. It was in the Princess Diaries. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's exactly like that. The country everybody's, of Genovia. Everybody's got a British accent, but we don't really understand where yeah. it is. It's Okay, so while they're there, Stacy runs into somebody named Margaret Delacour, the Duchess of Montanaro, played by... <laughs> also Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> I feel like if you're not familiar you, you get where this is going It's a body swap game everybody Who are you? Lady Margaret Delacorte Duchess Montanaro Stacey DeNovo I think we were destined to run into each other I'm supposed to marry Prince Edward on New Year's Day But I hate being in the spotlight I want to get to know what it's like to be a normal girl I want to switch places with
0: you. Switch places? i become you, and you become me.
1: Get out. So Margaret isn't really vibing with her planned marriage with Prince Edward. I think he's the Prince of Belgravia. Anyways, she wants to live the simple life. So Margaret and Stacey, realizing, hey, we look exactly the same played by the same actress, <laughs> let's swap places. You can live the simple life and you can be a baker. Meanwhile, Stacy can just swoon over this prince and live in a castle for a few days. So that's the trajectory of the first movie. Honestly, I was expecting worse, like a lot worse. I like it. Vanessa Hudgens isn't a bad actress. Yeah, no, she's not. I like her. It had a tiny little bit more finesse than I was expecting. Like, I feel like a lot of people are watching those Hallmark movies right now. It's a little bit more well done than that. It does get into all the the classic tropes. Mm -hmm. I wrote a few down. We have a, <laughs> a a knowing old man who talks about magical oh, yes. wishes coming true. At well, Christmas.
0: the magic of Christmas. Christmas is a magical time of year. I just wish I had someone to spend it with. Christmas wishes have been known to come true.
1: You need to have the magical. You old do. Guy. You do. Um, Stacy, right off the top, she's been broken up with and she needs to move on. So we have a character. She's a little bit ne- neurotic about her itinerary, and then the contrast is Margaret, who just wants to have fun. We have a spontaneous, duchess. yeah. yeah. We have a duchess, we have a prince, we have a wedding, there's a bakery rivalry, there's a hair glamp up scene, Christmas arts and crafts, poor British accents. I didn't think it was that bad. It got better in the second one.
0: Oh, I liked it. I really liked it. Um, it was definitely more rom-com, like more romantic parts of it. Um, you probably... It's better than all the Hall- Hallmark movies that I watch God, that you right? dislike so much.
1: You know what? You're listening to this probably thinking, Devin's lost it. The Princess Switch, not that bad, really? Maybe the Christmas spirit has gotten to me. Maybe because um we've all been struggling in 2020 and how dare I shoot something down that makes people happy <laughs> even if it is like like I think of this movie like Kraft dinner. It's like, you know what it's going to taste like. You can change it up however you like, but it's always kind of going to taste the same. And it's almost like weirdly comforting that it's well, always yeah, going to taste the same. You know, the, know same.
0: the ending. You know it's more than likely going to be happy and that everyone's going to end up with who they're supposed to end up with yeah or or just how it's supposed to end up at the end it's a good feeling
1: this this mood will probably last for all of one week until we get to the Hallmark Christmas rom-coms next week and, <laughs> but this this wasn't actually that bad it was it was a pretty good watch um a few things i noticed it took exactly 11 minutes for the two main characters to meet stacy and margaret okay i just thought it was interesting that they are like we are getting to the plot so fast And maybe it's because this guy just does all those teen fiction TV shows that he's like, oh.
0: Well, he only has 40 minutes to get it, you know, to do it all.
1: Sometimes 22 minutes. Yeah. So he's like, let's get to the point very quickly. So I appreciated that. It took 15 minutes to explain the princess switching plot.
0: (laughs) That was good, though. There was like, you know, they had to pretend to walk the same and the accents needed to be switched and the hair needed (laughs) to be cut. The hair
1: glamp up scene, of course. Yeah and and, then, and
0: like you know the wardrobe change and that kind of thing.
1: And you're you're right in that like when it's when it's just two love storylines, it's very easy to kind of build out these stories. Mm-hmm. In the first one
0: <laughs> it was clear, wow. you know.
1: I'm going to sound like such a moron, but I did actually believe that everybody who was falling in love really loved each other. Is that Aww. stupid to say about this movie? You liked this movie. What was another movie we did where I didn't believe it? Oh, The Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This movie did a better job at telling a love story than The Bounty Hunter. That's yes. bad.
0: Yes. Yeah, but it had the Christmas spirit, the, Christmas, the Christmas magic, spirit. you yeah. know, that kind of amps it up.
1: So so you probably guessed everybody ends up with who they're supposed to end up with. At the end of Princess Switch, Margaret Delacour ends up with Kevin the baker, and Stacy the baker ends up with Edward the prince, and kind of all is well in the world. Now we come back for the sequel, Margaret and Kevin. Have split. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh no! Oh no! Margaret is co- becoming the queen of Montanaro. I'm Stacy, and this is Duchess Margaret.
0: We met two years ago and changed each other's lives forever. I married Prince Edward, and Margaret dated my friend Kevin. They tried to make it work, but soon learned long distance is harder than it looks. Which brings me back.
1: To She's having a tough time with it, though. So Stacy, Edward, and the ex, Kevin show up to give her a hand with his daughter Olivia. Sparks reignite with Kevin and Stacy and Margaret decides, "Hey, let's princess switch places again." I think it was Stacy's idea. Yeah, you're right, it was Stacy's idea. So so Margaret ends up having some alone time with Kevin. She swaps with Stacy. Meanwhile, Margaret's cousin Fiona shows up. Guess who plays Fiona? <gasps> Vanessa. Vanessa Hudgens again. <laughs> so now we got a three-way swap happening and it just it causes anarchy. What are your thoughts about the second movie?
0: It's entertaining. It's cute. It's fun. It's another great family Christmas holiday movie um, that I think the whole family can enjoy. A few things that I had been reading um, said that it was very predictable, but I think we need to remember that <laughs> this isn't like a complex, yeah, you know, yeah. overly intelligent movie that's rated R or rated PG-13. It's a family children Christmas movie so I think the predictability needed to be there who, who,
1: what article said it was too predictable it's craft dinner remember, guys right? you know what it's yeah, gonna taste like yeah
0: like I mean clearly these people had never seen a Hallmark movie because that's real predictable <laughs> Yeah. right like <laughs> so I think it needed to, it needed that uh fun loving easy to watch movie that the whole family can enjoy and that's what it brought
1: this one was a little bit more of a, a family movie in terms of, like you were saying, like the comedy was a little bit more. It was a little yeah. more
0: slapsticky.
1: It was, yes, it was. Um, yes. I think you're gonna dive into Fiona's lackeys later, but they were <laughs> yeah, a little bit oh like my God. Yeah. they were a little bit eye rolly. But it's like, ah, uh, you know, if you're looking at like a um, a parent with a young child, and it's mm-hmm. like you want to watch the romance, the kid wants to have a laugh. Sweet yeah. princess switch switched again. Awesome. Yeah, these movies once again do a great job at teeing up everything very quickly you're gonna think i have a timer on while i'm watching these movies i don't but once again it took exactly 11 minutes oh my gosh really in this movie where we have princess margaret at her castle and that moment is when we have what, what i would consider to be the mood setting scene where everybody's decking the halls oh my god we yeah. have the classic christmas castle glamp up yeah In which, you know, there are so many knowing looks from Kevin and Margaret, the ex-lovers. Literally, it's like something will happen. Everybody will laugh and they'll look at each other and just, (laughs) aha. You know, kind of the, oh. You're like, Jesus, I get it, guys. They're going to end up together. We we all know, but... There's some sexual tension in the air. Can I say that about this movie? It doesn't even feel like anybody in these movies has sex, but there was sexual tension. <laughs> well, I in think the air. I'll,
0: like I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure Prince Edward wanted to uh, get it on with Stacy a few times. He kept kind of saying like, "Oh, that's oh, right. like, You know, why don't we just spend some time together?" Like, I think that was like low key, like his uh, his own kind of like let's get you know let's down and dirty. It on. Yeah. yeah, no, he definitely yeah. was.
1: You're right. He was. He was <laughs> kind not of the so subtle. Movie. He it. was.
0: <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> She needs to stop with her charity work and uh, get busy. <laughs> so like you said, you know, they deck the halls, et cetera, et cetera. Then they kind of say, oh, like we're all thirsty. Why don't we have hot chocolate? Oh, so God. Kevin and Margaret set off to make some hot chocolate. Don't you always love a good montage of, okay, a paint fight or a food fight of some sort in a movie? Because they fight
1: with flour in this so one. So in
0: this one, yeah. So I thought the flour fight was cute. Like it was a cute touch. Um, but nowadays I'm th- Personally, I'm thinking like, wow, what a waste of flour when we're in the middle of a pandemic. And we're in very short supply. Like that is the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, Oh my god, they're using flour. Yeah. Oh my god, you should not be using flour. Oh my god, it fell. And now you're fighting with it. Why now are we're you wasting doing that? all the flour? Yeah.
1: If so- you're listening to this far in the future, just to set the the tone, it is the end of 2020, and we are <laughs> in COVID. We are pushing our way through yeah. the midpoint of COVID. I hope it's the midpoint of COVID nineteen, but yeah. it's been rough, and flour has been a hot commodity.
0: <laughs> It has. Okay, though, back to the whole montage of like a food fight or of a something type like cute little, oh my God, like, ha ha, like I'm going to paint paint on your face. <laughs> yes, that's me pretending to be that Vanessa Hutchins. That a really good read. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and her like accent <laughs> right <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. um <laughs> oh, okay so for for this cute for-
1: <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna just loop that <laughs> 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 you sound kind of like mickey mouse a little bit do oh. it again <laughs> 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 yeah a little bit that's weird
0: <laughs> okay so if you were like a real live montage of this happening or if this were yeah
1: if I Sorry. was living the montage of this yeah. moment,
0: yeah. If you were living this montage of the moment, would you choose like a food of a f- like the flower getting thrown at you, or you throwing you throwing the flower, or would you do something like a paint fight, a paint fight, a paint fight? Yeah. So the paint fight. Did those happen? Yes, yes, yes. It was in the kissing booth. I don't even remember. They that. had a That's paint horrible. fight. Horrible. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I would pick neither. Well, I mean, first of all, you always pick a snowball fight because there's nothing oh, to clean up after.
0: That's a good one, too. Christ. Although, um, like, think about the ice chunks coming at your face. I would pick flower outside of a pandemic.
1: I mean, the flower is cute until, like you say, 10 minutes later, we don't see this on screen, but a maid walks into that room and just goes, what the fuck happened? Like, who <laughs> threw all
0: this shit Yeah, who has everywhere? to clean it up, right? That's the thing. Who has to do the cleaning?
1: You know what I want? And this is, uh, this is a half-baked idea. Don't you think it would be funny if we had a Hallmark Christmas romantic comedy that just focused on the other people? The people who are, like, a little bit outside the frame. Like that maid who's like, why are people throwing paint here? Or the town mayor who's, like, talking to the event coordinator, and he's like, what do you mean we're flying in a Christmas tree from from Switzerland? And she's like, I met a prince in Switzerland, <laughs> and he's flying a tree in. And he's just like, what? what happened and then she's like and i'm moving to switzerland with them and i'm gonna be a princess like like all those other people who are just what is happening in the world while these these maniacal people are just living their christmas romantic comedy life you've really thought hard about this i mean not hard enough but i feel like there's an idea for a, for uh a, a i don't comedy know
0: I, I was gonna say it would be a comedy i don't think there'd be any
1: romance to it because no, you'd just be... be
0: like doing like mini stories about all of the side characters No, no
1: no, no, no. there would be a love story <laughs> because it's it's the guy. It's it's that one guy who just gets the one scene where he helps his female friend glamp up. Right there's the oh my god, you're going on a date with Jason. Like let's let's put a, let's go shopping or something. <laughs> he is gonna meet the maid who has to clean up the flower fight that she has with Jason. And there's your love story. You have thought about this. That was a deep dive. We got that way was off a on deep a tangent. Dive. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's okay. Get back to the princess switch. Can we talk
0: about the third? addition to this vanessa hudgens trifecta Mm. fiona yeah the entire character which i think vanessa hudgens actually wrote the character out she's outrageous her entrance into this movie with her very extra walk her entire storyline of like being this heiress to her father passing away and getting all this money and her assistants, or minions as she calls them, uh going around to all these balls and things like that and stealing. They even steal toilet paper. That's how poor she is, because she's spent all of her money. She's just very, very exaggerated. Um, but I guess she had to be different. She had to be very different from the other two, right? You had already established this very this very prim and proper person, you know, who's going to take over the throne. And then you had this other person who was kind of uptight. And, you know, ran a bakery, kind of lived more of a normal life.
1: Um, So you kind of teed up the three character archetypes. Mm -hmm. Which one do you think is the closest to Vanessa Hudgens in real life?
0: Like the one who would own a bake shop or um, like the normal life. So I thought
1: uh, I had a few thoughts about this. I did think that. And then I watched a video of her doing a, a BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. And she ends up being Fiona. And that's actually who I thought like, oh, like Really? Are you do you follow her on Instagram? There I are a don't. few moments where I'm like, oh, Vanessa. Oh, sweetheart. I don't So apparently she did a quiz and she ended up being Fiona.
0: Okay, well then I mean her building that archetype in her head was
1: perfect. Which if you're friends with Vanessa Hudgens in real life, just know that she might consider you a minion. Just throw <laughs> that out there.
0: <laughs> to do her bidding. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's how she feels about you.
0: <laughs> okay, so then we have Antonio. Oh, I who, forgot about Antonio. Yeah. So who is the chief Of staff for Margaret in her new kingdom.
1: The Duchess of Montanaro. Yes.
0: Who has fallen in love with her and expresses his love in the form of giving her a bracelet. He seems very suave, uh, smart about, you know, his knowledge of the kingdom and advising her on what she should or shouldn't do. And her kind of, like, moving forward. And I think Margaret's kind of feeling like that might be a good option, especially if Kevin is out of, you know, out of reach.
1: I mean... I think Antonio was a means to an end in that, you know, if if Margaret and Kevin broke up and then Kevin comes back, we needed somebody kind of in the middle running a little bit of interference to make right, that story it, more compelling.
0: Right, it couldn't be too easy.
1: It couldn't be too easy. So we needed somebody in the middle who was maybe a little bit of a douchebag, maybe totally. had ulterior motives, had an agenda or right. something that we find out later.
0: I think he tell, helps tell the story, right? Yeah. He helps guide the story along, you especially make... for her, right? Because really, okay, she's becoming queen. Oh yeah, there's Kevin. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, there's Ke- I feel like that's how everybody <laughs> refers to Kevin. Oh, there's Kevin again. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He was, you know what? Okay. I don't even have this as uh, what should have been, but he should have been more attractive in the sequel because in the first Gay. one, he was so hot. He was
0: hot. And in this
1: one, it's like, meh. He was hot. Really seeing it. And
0: you know what? Stacy goes to see him and says, oh, you need to clean up. Like, you can't wear those sweatpants. And I was like, yeah, man, like, you need Make to shave. shave too. Like, yeah. cut your hair. Do something with that. Like, and show me your body. Show me Like... Your body. <laughs> Give me something. Maybe
1: he stopped working out (laughs) not thinking that there was gonna be a sequel and then they're like, All right, we shoot in a month and he's like, Oh shit. Guys, I don't look the same anymore.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this actually leads into more about Kevin and Margaret. So okay, they do the switch. They switch again, they've decided that Margaret needs to spend more time with Kevin and Stacy is going to just hang out and pretend that she's sick, whatever. Yeah. So they spend more time together. Uh, which doesn't have a whole big part in the movie, actually. Like, I felt connecting with the characters this time didn't go as deep. It was more about the entertainment factor in this one and less about the romance part.
1: They were probably writing the script and they were writing all these jokes for how Fiona's going to screw everything up. And yes. then they were like... Oh, but they, they do need to, we need, we need the love to be believable again, so we right. do need like one or two scenes where, where Margaret and Kevin are just hanging out. So. And we
0: need them to switch again, right? Because yes. that's like a big part of the movie. So how do we get them to switch? Oh, okay, well, Margaret needs to spend more time with Kevin so they can end up together. The
1: more we talk this out, the more it's clear that that part of it was the afterthought, and they, they had just written all these <laughs> jokes, and were like, oh shit, we need them to switch somehow. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there's no point to have a yeah. sequel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something that really bothered me in this movie or throughout the movie was fiona insisting on calling margaret maggie moo Maggie Moo, and her cousin that is not nice what cousin oh my god cousin hey cousin look like, i would never call my cousin that does anyone else call their cousins cousin i thought it was kind of cute is you that thought it bad? was
1: cute wow i can't believe that I think this is adorable uh, and you hate it.
0: No, I hate it. I What's hate it. What's happened to us? I hate it. Why would you? Like, and it was the way she said it. Cuzzy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> stop saying
1: that. I hate it. I thought, I thought Maggie Moo, Margaret Maggie Moo. Maggie was Moo cute. was
0: fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. It, it was, was fine. It was there. But Cuzzy, I hate it. Okay.
1: Wow. wow.
0: And you didn't mind it, which is insane. What has
1: happened to us? I got to stop watching these movies. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think... When
1: do we get to love action? Is that <laughs> December 15th. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Clearly something's happening to you watching Clearly. these movies. Is this your is...
0: heart growing two sizes bigger? Uh, yeah, I'm like, like the, in Grinch. the Grinch. Grinch? I'm like,
1: wow. <laughs> We get, I'm going to skip the Hallmark episode because I'm afraid of what I might say.
0: <laughs> Ooh, don't skip that. So even in the first movie this happened, um, and I laughed, uh, I love when they're switched. So the two girls switch. And in this case, it's again Stacy with Edward pretending to be Margaret. Um, Stacy sitting in the chair pretending to be Margaret. Do
1: the accent when you, when you read this.
0: Oof. Edward thinks that it's Margaret sitting in the chair when in fact it's his wife. So she says the funniest things to Edward, though, when she's switched. He says that he's going to take a stroll because his wife is sick. And she says, ah, yes, a stroll a day keeps the bad weather away. And you don't want to be under the weather when the weather is bad. He just stands there and he's like, what the fuck?
1: You, uh, that wasn't that bad, actually. I was expecting worse. I feel like there was a little bit of Scottish in there, maybe, oh, but it no. was mostly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for any for anyone who's from um, the UK or We're so sorry. Scotland, <laughs> I'm very sorry. I know. Um,
1: <laughs> I know the guy who plays Prince Edward is actually from Britain. I think oh, cool. everybody else is putting on an accent when i say everybody else it's mostly just vanessa hudgens she plays like all the characters yes she does yes aside from the the two (laughs) love interests and like the lackeys (laughs) okay
0: but he is so sweet like his character is so sweet in the movie oh my gosh
1: edward got done dirty in this movie and i'm gonna get to that in my what should have been
0: okay can we touch on her accents in this movie if you know that the actress is not necessarily like stellar or like you know, a hundred percent in the accent. Mm-hmm. And it's usually easier for people with an accent to do an American accent. Like why not just have that special country in have an American, American accent, accent. <laughs> and then you don't have to worry
1: about it? Because they're Montanero. Spoiler alert, made up place. Right. So is Belgravia. Right. But it's it's more it's more regal.
0: It's more because it's refined. Yes. yes, you're right.
1: Us North Americans think of the royal family. I love how there's there's very little concept that like there are royal families for other Countries, yes, there you is. Know, there's a Swedish yeah. royal family, Spanish, still, and yes. like in Spain. She could have had any number of accents.
0: Well, I think just in generally, like you'll see a lot of movies when they try to like give accents, it's usually we just a, default British, to accent. a British accent, yeah. yeah. My favorite is when they're doing like historical movies and
1: oh, they God. sometimes have
0: American accents, and I'm just kind of sitting there, I'm like, could you not do a good British accent? Or if it's like in a different country other than Britain, but they still
1: have a British accent. So so that does bother me. I was and watching like, um, The Great, the story of Catherine oh, the Great. yes. Yes. That's a perfect example. Was empress for Russia. And I think historically she was originally Polish and she married um, Peter. And everybody's got a British accent. and You're like, what the <laughs> f-? And they're even they're talking about <laughs> Russia <laughs> and how they're going to change Russia, and it's going to be this real like social revolution. But they're all still in British accents. Yeah. And I guess the problem there is that a Russian accent is not an attractive um, way of going about things. But still, it's like, ah, it kind of loses me a well, little bit. Well, the
0: conversation was probably all in Russian anyway. Right. Or Polish.
1: Or Polish, yeah. It
0: wasn't even in. And Ella Fanning. Is it Ella Fanning?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, El Fanning, yeah.
0: She's American doing yeah. a British accent. She's, okay, <laughs>
1: so let's play this out. She's an American pretending to be a Russian who's doing a British accent. Yes. And the problem is I actually love El Fanning and I love Nicholas Holt. He's the other guy. Oh, yes, yes. And he's great, too. And some of the jokes, like, it's not a bad show, but it just bothered me a little bit, mm. you know? I don't know.
0: Well, there's your breakdown of the great yeah. and the accents <laughs> in it. Through Princess
1: Switch. <laughs> You're looking at the great. Hey, not a bad show, actually. I didn't mind yeah.
0: it. Um, so I like that they involved the old man from the first movie. Oh, um God. and even like they're in a taxi and he's driving, and Kevin says he goes, Wait, no, it can't be. I think it kept the magic of Christmas alive in the movie.
1: I think they screwed up shooting and they put him in later. Really? I know. Conspiracy theory Devin is here. About the princess switch, too. But But the old guy almost seemed like an afterthought. Like, he was in no other scenes in the second movie, except for just that one last cab scene. He's also not physically with Kevin and his daughter. They're in the backseat, and he's in the front. You can easily edit that in. I think they completely forgot about him, and they are like, oh, my God. We should bring the old guy back. Oh, my God. I don't think so. And they shot the old guy separately from Kevin and his daughter, And they just got Kevin to be like, hey, oh my God, is that who I think it is? He was literally in one scene. Yeah, but that was to bring them
0: together. So that was the only reason he was in it, was to bring them back together because they had then parted.
1: I'd like to be on set when that happens. They're shooting something and they're like, oh "Oh, shit, we we forgot to call him. We forgot to
0: call him. He's sitting at the
1: airport, like, are they supposed to pick me up? Oh my gosh, that's (laughs) terrible.
0: So the whole kidnapping, can we talk about this part of the film? It was such a weird and impossible part of the movie.
1: So Margaret and Stacy have switched. Mm-hmm. And Fiona realizes Margaret's going to become the queen. With a she- lot of cash. She's going to have a lot of cash. So I'm going to switch with her. I'm going to transfer a bunch of money to myself, switch back, and we're going to be good.
0: Yeah, to some offshore account in the Cayman Islands. Like, it was so specific. (laughs) I don't even... They don't even talk about how she's actually trying to steal money. They never actually get to that part. She just says to her cousin to get off the hook that she wanted to be like her always growing up.
1: Yeah, Fiona getting left off the hook was kind of bullshit.
0: Yeah, she gets left off the hook, but on the flip side, the real villain turns out to be Antonio, and he gets sent to the freaking dungeons. Even though you're kidnapped with chloroform and kept hostage in the basement of some old house and then have that person try to overthrow the soon-to-be queen, yeah.
1: you're off the hook. All is forgiven. Like, it's
0: fine. I'm just, I, as that was happening, I was like, this is not real life. What is happening here? Oh, is
1: is that the point where you thought this isn't real life? (laughs) Not when the setting was (laughs) Belgravia or Montanaro? Okay. (laughs) Sarah's like, oh no, she would go to jail for that for sure. This is so unrealistic, guys. I can't believe it.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, actually. This is the point in That's the movie. That's where we lost you. Okay. I was totally following along that everything, you know, I believed that these places were real. Right. I was really I was really into the movie. And then this happened. And I was like,
1: what? And then Sarah went on Google. She's like, what do you mean? It's not real. She's there at the wedding, like without handcuffs. So they switch back.
0: All of them. All three of them. Everybody gets switched back. Everybody goes back to their normal beans. How do they get to the airport? Oh, she runs after Kevin after the
1: she's, she's magic Christmas
0: guy takes them there. The
1: magic Christmas guy. Yeah, It's like a magic carpet ride, but it's a magic Christmas guy. Exactly. He's got a
0: cab. No carpet needed. We have a cab. We
1: we have a cab instead. And he's, <laughs> he's the magic Christmas guy. I kind of yes, like yes. that, actually.
0: <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Margaret makes it to the airport just in time for before. Is his name Kevin? Yes. Okay. Before <laughs> Kevin, I forgot his name for a second. Yo.
1: <laughs> the unrealisticness of Fiona not going to jail has thrown you for a loop.
0: <laughs> okay. So Margaret makes it to the airport in time to meet Kevin before he gets on the flight. Um, for some reason, her spontaneity kicks in again, and they're rushed to get married, that they decide right then when they see a priest in line for probably a sandwich and a bottle of water... They get the priest to do it. Is this spontaneous or just crazy?
1: It's stupid is what it is.
0: Okay. I mean, I could add that in there. Is this spontaneous, crazy, or stupid? Yeah.
1: You know what? The one thing that I will agree with that is realistic is that the priest was so annoyed to be married, you know
0: what? Good point. Yes, because it, he was—he probably really wanted to go wherever he
1: was going on his flight. But like, nobody's happy in an airport. People tolerate airports. Because oh, see, they I see. I like airports. Get-
0: what? Well, I don't mind airports. Are you kidding me? It's really great for people watching.
1: Oh my god! Really? You yes. Can go to a mall. No. It's different. It's it's different. It's different. An, you can get deep on an airport. Yeah, you're there for hours. Can, yeah, no, it's true. So I would I would counterpoint that nobody is happy when they're at an airport.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked because I'm going somewhere fun.
1: I am never you happy. You clearly in an airport. don't like. Yeah, but you don't like flying. Well, I, I like flying. I, I tolerate flying, but but like I'm not like one of those people who's like gripping the seats. White knuckled. Airports are just miserable places.
0: I don't think so. Okay, wow. I love them for people watching. I think it, that is the best people watching.
1: Do you like make up stories for them? Like yes, he's sometimes a high I investment do. Banker, a high risk investment banker, and he's going I could to- basically write a Hallmark
0: Leo. movie oh. out of being at the airport.
1: That's Fun! You should do that. Seeing as you like airports so much, just go to one and write a Hallmark. Okay, right it's not
0: like I would go to an airport. It's I'm only in airports <laughs> when I'm going places. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> You don't just go there. No, they make good burgers at the airport. Let me tell you, yeah, thirty-dollar burger. (laughs) 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 Quick facts. Okay, quick facts. What do you got?
0: Because this movie is so new, I don't have quick facts, but I'm going to do some ridiculous moments from the movie. Okay, decorating that enormous palace of hers, so Margaret's palace, with the help of five people. And I noticed, too, that the guards outside were dressed in holiday garb, like nutcrackers or that kind of stuff. So keep an eye out for that when you're watching it. The fact that all of their bedrooms are big enough, which personally, I would love to have a big like a big bedroom like that, um, but they don't have one Christmas tree. They have two Christmas trees. You'll notice in the movie that Stacy and Edward's bedroom have two Christmas trees. Who needs two Christmas trees in their bedroom? You'd have to water them all the time. Like, you'd have to remember to do that. Driving in a convertible in the winter while it's snowing. Does that happen? I totally missed that. Fiona has zero sense in what is sensible. Yes, she is driving a Jaguar convertible Mm -hmm. with the top down in the middle of winter and it's snowing. Um, Okay, my last one is why would you not tell your husband about the switch? Mm. And, like, why would you not tell sweet, sweet Edward about the switch?
1: Do you want to mess up the order a little bit and just do what should have been right now? Because that is my what should have been.
0: Okay, sure. I do have another question that goes along with him,
1: though. Okay.
0: Wouldn't you be able to tell that it wasn't her? You've been married two years.
1: Well, so Margaret and Stacy swap. Yes. And then you're upset that Edward doesn't realize that Margaret and Stacy swapped.
0: Okay, like it's twofold. This is... I'm upset that... She didn't tell Edward. Yes. And I'm upset that he couldn't tell that it was her. I was about to say,
1: because the bad guy here is Stacy for well, not for her. telling her husband. Definitely. Which should have been. Edward got done dirty. In the first one as well, he was teed up as like Prince Mothballs, I think they call him. Oh. Yeah, Margaret despised him. He was so cute, though. For what reason? Seemingly for no reason. And then we learn, hey, Edward's actually a really sweet guy. Margaret and Edward aren't really vibing, but like, they really... They made him out to be not a great guy, and then in this movie, they switch again. They tell Kevin about it, but not Edward. What's what's the purpose here? And when he finds out the truth, you get like no uh, well, one sad face. He gets sad for like literally. <laughs> he does. He does like, like a quarter of a scene, a little frown. Oh.
0: But I think he's more concerned about what is happening to Stacy, his wife, and which that's is super why cute. He, he
1: is the MVP. He's the what should have he been. He is. You, he you is. should be nice so to Prince Edward. He,
0: Okay, so my what should have been, um, I think Fiona should have ended up with Antonio. I think we can all agree that that is the most obvious answer.
1: I mean, they're both horrible humans. They are. They're a little bit despicable. They have agendas, and they both need and want money. I was just about
0: to say, they both need and want money big time.
1: Okay. Okay, best scenes.
0: So my best scene is the entire kidnapping. So it was such a weird and impossible part of the movie. Like, who has chloroform? kicking around their house to kidnap somebody and fiona's two partners in crime her minions mindy and ricky totally reminded me of the two characters from home alone with the little traps that stacy sets for them uh, when she's being held captive in the house one gets hit with a wine barrel and falls the other flips over into a trunk and it locks itself like you literally can't make this shit up it's fun though
1: it is fun honorable mentions Vanessa Hudgens, how do, how do we collectively feel about her?
0: Okay, so she's my honorable mention.
1: What? Yes. Do you want to go first then?
0: So she's my honorable mention for playing the three characters in this film, and in my opinion, pulling them off so well, because Fiona was just such an outrageous character that I was like, oh, like I don't like her, but you were supposed to really not like her in this yeah. movie, and- it was really well done, and then you know, Princess Margaret or Queen Margaret now. I really liked her, and I really liked Stacy. Like, she did a really good job developing the characters. I find over the two over the two movies.
1: Walking into this, I thought I thought she was going to be horrible because, like, she's been a little bit problematic on her Instagram at times. She did what Spring Breakers, High School Musical. She had that DC. Show powerless. Oh
0: yes, I liked that show. I was sad it got canceled.
1: Yeah, it was around for like five minutes. She wasn't uh she wasn't too bad in this. And this was probably a really hard role because we have mm-hmm. a character with an American accent, we have a British accent, then we have a more annoying British accent. <laughs> and then there's also the fact that she was probably acting with nothingness for a lot of these shoots. Like any yes. scene where it's a combination of Stacey Margaret fiona any number of those two or three together in a scene it was likely that there was like a piece of tape on the ground and she's talking to where a person would Would be be, where where it's supposed to be her on the other side like that's a good point she did a good job i'm not saying like martin scorsese has her on the phone for her next lead she was she was good there's factor do we need to do all the vanessa hudgens
0: I so I did Vanessa Hudgens all three of them. Seven point nine out of ten.
1: Oh, like combined. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Stacy the eight point two. Okay. Fiona the seven point five. All right. And Margaret's in the middle. Prince Edward. Eight point six. Whoa, he's hot.
0: I really like him. What, really? Yeah, he's a little
1: bit of a knob, no?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that he didn't know who his wife was, it did. I was oh, just that like, bothered you? I was, well, I was just like, come on, man. Like, how do you not though? Like, you already been through this once. Are you not suspicious that this is happening again when they're together? The last time they were together,
1: they switched. <laughs> That's a good point. That's like, good you're
0: point. talking to her, and she's talking about a stroll a day keeps Wait, the weather away. You'd like, be really a
1: little suspicious, right? Yeah. Rewatchability.
0: And then Kevin.
1: Oh, Kevin gets a thirst back. I forgot about Kevin. Yeah. Oh, poor guy's so forgettable. So I probably
0: would have given Kevin, like, let me do an 8.2. Okay, 8.2, 8.2, first, 8.2 movie. first movie, seven second movie.
1: Whoa. Yeah. An even seven. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, Rewatchability.
0: In the holiday movie world, 7.5 out of 10.
1: So you might rewatch this next Christmas. Yes, I will. Uh,
0: in the normal rom-com world, 5.5. Because 5, yeah. there was more entertainment than rom.
1: And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of The Princess Switch and The Princess Switch 2. Switched again. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts if that is where you are listening right now. Leave a review. Like we said, we love those. We love to read them at the beginning of our podcast. Uh, follow us on Spotify if that is where you're listening. And follow us on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. Thanks for listening.